0: Hi, thanks for tuning in to Out of Office. This is the podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it. I'm your host Fiona Thomas. I'm a freelance content writer and author. My first book is a mental health memoir called Depression in a Digital Age. My next book, Out of Office, will be published in October 2020. I just want to give a quick shout out to Dingy for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. They provide the world's first flexible insurance for freelancers that you can turn on, off, up or down. As well as that, they also help chase unpaid invoices on every policy as standard. As a customer who already uses their services, I'm personally very pleased that they've decided to help me make this podcast a reality. You can find out more about what they do at www.getdingy.com, and I've also left their link in the show notes. So, in this episode, I want to delve into this idea of a side hustle. What is a side hustle? And why is it so helpful for people who want to go freelance? And how can you overcome the fear of actually starting one? And then, how the hell are you going to juggle your side project, your side hustle, whilst holding down a full-time job? Because that's what most people do when they have a side hustle. I'll also be talking to my friend and YouTube creator, Michaela McDade, who is gonna talk a bit about why her side hustle will never become a full-time thing, and that's exactly the way she likes it. The term side hustle means something different to everyone. For some, it's a passion project that's never ever meant to become profitable. For others, it's their million dollar idea that they work tirelessly on, And they want to turn it into a full time job. When I talk about side hustles, I generally refer to them as a smart way to dip your toe into freelancing without quitting your job entirely and setting up a fully fledged business with an office and stock and overheads and all that stuff. To me, side hustling is a safe, slow burn route to achieving a successful freelancing career. The reason I tell people to start a side hustle is because honestly, it's just the safest way to get started. There's no pressure to succeed and you can just have fun and basically treat it as a kind of experiment. Sure you might not be earning any money from it in the beginning but actually when you're starting out that's a good thing. You can just get used to doing the thing and figuring out if you actually enjoy it. You can think about where your potential income could come from in the future. I think it's also the best way to experience failure and get used to that. I want to touch on the idea of failure for a bit so bear with me um, because I think it's really important. Failure is something that I've become accustomed to as a freelancer. I don't mean that I'm a pessimist. I just think that failure is all part of the process. Working in journalism has certainly been a baptism of fire in that respect. I fell into writing for magazines and I really enjoyed it. But for every 20 pitch emails that I send out, I would say 19 of them get rejected or just outright ignored. I figured out early on that every time I got a pitch rejected, it's just a chance to learn, you know, did I send that to the wrong person? Was my grammar wrong? Was my idea that I had not specific enough? Um, Did I not have any good quotes? For example, now... I quite often send more than one idea when I send off a pitch email. I learned through failure that I get a higher success rate when I send multiple ideas in the one email, as opposed to just one single idea. I wouldn't have gained that little nugget of knowledge without a shit ton of rejections. Even making this podcast, I'll be honest, I was worried that it would be a complete failure and that no one would listen and that I'd be really bad at it. I was worried that because I'm planning on doing a lot of solo episodes that I'd struggle to have the confidence to talk on my own for a full episode. But the way to secure actually failing is to avoid doing it altogether. I'd much rather just give it my best shot and then use it as a learning experience to grow and get better. Because once you see failure as a positive thing, it means that absolutely nothing's off the table. You can literally do whatever you want and you're not afraid of failure. So here's an example. Katy Perry. She only sold 200 copies of her first album, and then was dropped by two records labels. And her hit single, I Kissed a Girl, didn't make its mark until nearly a decade after that happened. Okay, so I've spoken enough about failure. Let's get back to side hustles. If you're scared of failing, I get it. But you don't actually have to tell anyone that you're starting your side hustle. You can just start small so say you're thinking about becoming a nail technician just start watching lots of youtube tutorials or sign up to do an online course start saving up money to buy some kit go and do the training but just do it in secret if you want you don't need to make a big announcement like today's the day i'm starting my side hustle everyone listen no you don't need to do that just take little baby steps in the right direction start moving forward so i'll tell you a bit about my experience with a side hustle i started blogging when i was off work with mental illness it was a bit of fun it was free it was creative expression it was just something to pass the time i wasn't paid to do it but i didn't mind i just kept writing and eventually i was offered some money i was writing for a website at the time and they offered me the grand sum of seven pounds per article (laughs) (laughs) but I was like that's cool I was going to do it anyway so whatever I kept blogging and eventually I was approached to blog for a small business they wanted regular updates on their website and we knew each other so I ended up doing that and their social media accounts and that jumped up to about a few hundred pounds a month and I was earning that while doing my part-time job It wasn't until I'd been blogging for a few years uh, that I niched down and I started writing a lot about mental health. And then I became well known as a mental health blogger. Then the paid writing gig started coming in and I was doing paid writing work for newspapers. I was also doing my social media work. That was paid and it all happened just because I started blogging consistently for the pure enjoyment of it. I didn't get into it thinking I'm going to make loads of money doing this. I did it and I enjoyed it and I got good at it. Eventually, between the paid writing jobs and the social media work, I was getting so much paid work alongside my part-time job that I realised logistically and mentally it was impossible for me to do both. Then I just quit my job because I had enough paid work to take my side hustle to a full-time job. The point I'm making is that A side hustle can be and arguably should be mostly fun in the beginning. Like I say, it's an experiment. Chance to see if you like it and you have full creative control over what you actually do. So if you're a website designer and you really want to design a website for your favourite tribute band, then you can do it. You don't have to wait for people to come to you. You can just do the thing that you want to do. Say you want to make outfits for pets just do it you can do it for fun you don't have any paying customers yet or any clients so there's no one calling the shots or giving you this really specific brief on a certain budget now's the time to follow your passion and just enjoy yourself i think what that translates to in practical terms is don't let the pressure of starting a business put you off from getting started there is so much to consider whether it's tax marketing pricing customer service and actually getting clients in the first place trust me I literally wrote the book about it so I know there's a lot to deal with and listen to this podcast will give you regular advice on all those practical elements but for now just focus on the reason you actually want to start your side hustle and have some fun what's that niggling thought, that idea, that passion project that you keep thinking about that won't stop running around in your head, that keeps you up at night and what's the one thing that you would do if you knew you couldn't fail set aside a few hours a week to do that maybe it's when the kids are at swimming lessons or when your husband is out cutting the grass or while you're in the bath read a chapter of that book just get started and enjoy the process so here are a few tips if you've started a side hustle and you're struggling to manage it alongside your full-time job. Okay, first tip is use your breaks wisely and by that I mean your your lunch break or your tea break when you're at your full-time job. When I was at work I used to use my breaks to write Instagram captions and respond to blog comments. For you maybe you could use it to listen to educational podcasts. Maybe you could write an online course or brainstorm multiple income streams like I spoke about in episode 1. Or you could work on your website. Do whatever needs to be done in these small bursts and it's so incredibly helpful. Such a good use of your time. Second tip is do little and often. For me that looked like an hour before work and an hour after. I didn't do much blogging on the weekends, but that was still 10 hours a week that I was working on my blog. Sometimes I would get a weekend where my husband was away for work or he was visiting family or something and I would always say to myself yeah I'm going to get so much work over that entire weekend and I would always end up just procrastinating. It's surprising how much you can get done in small short bursts of time and when you do it this way you can actually stay consistent and I think that's what's important because it all adds up over the weeks and the months. I certainly, found that when I was writing um, both my books. I would do an hour every day, and over time, that added up to a much higher word count than if, I, than if I tried to focus for five or six hours in a day. Third tip is don't spend too much money if you don't need to. You're still in this experimenting phase, so you don't want to invest in this great idea only to find out that a few weeks or a few months later that. You don't actually want to go in that direction anymore. For me, I found that most apps and software have a free trial attached to them. So definitely make use of them. Follow people in your industry online and listen to their advice. There's so much free advice and content out there. And yeah, it can be difficult to navigate and figure out what's actually good and what's not. But make use of that before you spend too much money on the wrong thing. You don't want to get into debt before you've even got your first customer it just doesn't make good sense and finally be prepared to go down a few rabbit holes and then trust your instincts when i started blogging i did lots of work on random stuff like affiliate marketing or pitching to brands to get sponsored content and i spent hours and hours on pinterest pinning and pinning to increase my page views and none of these are wrong but they just didn't turn out to be the basis of my business but I had to try them out and do it for a few weeks to find out for myself. So experiment, try all the things that you think might work and then know when to say actually this isn't the right path for me. Don't be embarrassed to move backwards and turn around and say I'm calling it quits on this aspect of freelancing. In the interest of balance I wanted to speak to someone who has a side hustle and actually doesn't want to make the leap into freelancing. I think this is something that doesn't really get spoken about much Um, and I'm just really conscious I don't want to pressure people into being self-employed if it's not right for them and there's no shame in just doing it on a part-time basis. In fact, side hustling can provide a really great creative outlet and a sense of fulfillment that complements the life of a traditional employee. So, I asked Michaela how she manages her side hustle with a family life. Here's what she said
1: How I balance or how I juggle what I do on the side versus um, like the family and all that stuff it kind of drives me crazy, that question, because I've had that question so many times over the years. I have a YouTube channel, a blog, various other sort of bits and pieces that I do. Um, and only so many hours in the day. I also work part-time and I have a family. I don't know whether or not that many people are asking the question, if you don't have a family. And I know nobody's asking men this question. And it drives me just completely up the wall because over the years, people I mean, people have assumed that I work part-time because of my children, which guaranteed if a man worked part-time people would ask questions they wouldn't just make that assumption they wouldn't just think that they were a like a part-time stay-at-home dad they just wouldn't um and in my household it's very much an equal role situation like my husband is insanely what would be considered to be a modern man even in 2020 because he does his own washing and ironing and we split up all of the household stuff and the caring of the children, and he works full-time, and it works out that I kind of work full-time plus a little bit, but we we work as a team when it comes to the household stuff and the family stuff. Um, the thing for me when it comes to balance is then the relationship part of it, like making sure that I'm not always on my computer. That's not something that I think affects my children so much, but it could potentially affect my um, romantic relationship with my husband if I'm just like constantly on my computer that doesn't happen quite so much anymore but it has in the past it's definitely been something that I've tried to balance but the work family side hustle thing I am absolutely convinced is something that we only ask women oh my god so
0: Michaela um full respect totally put me in my place there and she's 100% right I definitely would not have asked a man the same question that I asked her and I I feel like such a bad feminist right now for even bringing it up so let's just move on shall we? (laughs) I also asked her why she's always kept her YouTube and blogging as a separate side
2: hustle. So there are a couple of reasons why I've decided to keep YouTube and blogging as a part-time thing. Um, Number one is practical. I'm not guaranteed that amount of money per month. I need to know that I have got some amount of guaranteed income. Um, And I don't want that. Like what, what I love about YouTube and blogging is the... What if it's the fluctuation of how much you can earn? It's like one month I might earn a very small amount, and the next month someone might contact me and say, "We really want to work with you." Yada yada, everything comes together, the start of the line, and that works out, and you get like a little bonus. Um, that's what I love about it, but that's also what I would hate about it if it was my full time gig. Um, and I do find that when it's you know it's the big magic concept, isn't it? When you make something that you love your sole dependent income then you love it a little bit less and as long as it is my part-time gig it can still be somewhat of a hobby i don't have to rely on that for income and i think i enjoy it more so there are a couple of things kind of at play practically i i do feel like i'm always going to have a regular job um I I would ideally like to keep part-time. I'm going through this right now because I'm potentially going to be made redundant. Hopefully not, but you never know. Uh, And I've kind of gone back and forth thinking maybe I'll have to get a full-time job. I would like to be able to stay part-time in my regular job so that I can dedicate some time to YouTube and blogging. But worst case scenario, I'll go full-time in a real job. You know, I'll get out there and just work an office job nine to five and I will still do this on the side. Uh, I think I'm more likely to do that than then try to go full-time with the rest of it because it's not a dream job if if it feels like work. And I feel like it would start to feel like work if after a while I was relying on it. Another part of it, of course, is the social stuff. I am very social. I am an extrovert and I would really miss seeing people and the routine. Um, I, I miss the office gossip, I really would. Uh, but I don't know, I don't know. Part of that is because I really enjoy my job that I do right now well, I don't enjoy my job, but I enjoy the familiarity and the people. Um, And maybe in the future, if I get a job and I hate it, I'll be like 100% want to go full time and I'll be driven and I'll make it work. But right now I can't see that. So
0: I think for practicality, keeping a side hustle as a side hustle is actually great, just like Michaela says. It's great to know that you've got that security of a job and you can do this side hustle for fun. And if it makes money, great. But if it doesn't, like it's no big deal. It keeps it fun, which is, I think, a really good argument for keeping a side hustle on the side. When you're side hustling, ask yourself, would this still be fun if I was doing it full time? And I think for a lot of people, the answer sometimes is no. Just because you're good at something and you have fun doing it doesn't mean that you then have to go and make this amazing career out of it. It can just be something for fun and there's nothing wrong with actually enjoying the office environment it's not for me really although i never really worked in an office i always worked in hospitality so i was always kind of in a team on a cafe floor working i worked in like i had an office but i also still worked in hospitality so i had a mixture of both but think about the social aspect of working in an office Is that a big motivator for you? Is that what keeps you happy? Because if it is, then being freelance and working from home is going to throw up some difficulties. You'll still be able to socialise with people, but it's not going to be a given. So think about that before you go freelance. And of course, that great tip from Michaela, talk to your family and make sure that they're going to help out if you're going to have a side hustle to minimise the stress. Another thing about having a side hustle is a lot of people get put off from getting started because they just feel like they're not qualified and imposter syndrome is something that I talk a lot about and I talk about it in the book but it's really just that feeling that you've got no right to be doing this thing. So you've got no right to be writing a book, you've got no right to learning to become a life coach. It's really common and I know it's a stumbling block for a lot of freelancers. There will always be someone more qualified, that's just the truth. But the opposite is also true. Look at all the people out there who are successful based on their enthusiasm alone. It's not all about being technically the best. There's a lot of work out there and I promise you there is enough to go around. Just a little side tip about getting started as a freelancer and dealing with imposter syndrome update your social media bio or make some business cards or make a basic website having that kind of social proof that backs up your status as doing the thing you want to do is really helpful so if someone says oh you're you're a part-time you're an amateur photographer can i see your website and you say yes you can it just gives you that little bit boost of confidence that you're actually doing a real thing and you've got right to be doing it also work on building a portfolio because this gives you some great examples of your work to back up your business and it proves your ability For the first few clients you get make sure that you get some feedback and use that as testimonials and read them back keep it somewhere prominent like on your cork board or on the inside of your diary and read those testimonials over and over because honestly it will really help you Feel more confident and just retrain your brain that actually you've given someone really good service and you're qualified to do the job. And just to reiterate again, don't spend a lot of money at this point. I know I said make a website. You can make a website for free. You can have an Instagram account for free. You can make business cards for a tenner. If you really want to be the best, then just invest time in learning your craft and being really good at it. Save up the money and then. When you're in business, you'll have money to back you up and keep you in business for longer. Okay, so just a little reminder about what we've spoken about. First of all, get comfortable with failure. See your side hustle as an experiment and prepare to fail because that is when you're gonna learn your biggest lessons. Don't worry about telling everyone that you're starting a side hustle. Just do it. You can keep it secret for as long as you want. Don't spend too much money. Save where you can use free trials and get free content and advice online but be prepared to go down those rabbit holes and learn from your experience. Make sure that you've got a family member on your side if you choose to tell them that you're going into this side hustle and ask them to help out with you know daily life. (laughs) It'll make things a lot easier. So that is my episode on side hustles. I hope it's made you feel a bit less scared about maybe trying one out for yourself but More than anything I just want you to remember that a side hustle should be fun so take some time think about what you actually want to do and just try it out like you're not committed to this side hustle for the next 20 years of your life. Just go out get some new hobbies have some fun and see where it takes you. Thanks again to Dinghy for sponsoring this episode of the podcast and definitely check out their insurance services which are especially designed for freelancers. You can find out more at www.getdingy.com or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Just a quick reminder that my book, Out of Office, will be available in October 2020. You can follow me on Instagram at blog or visit my website, fionalikes2blog.com. If you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes and if you don't mind, leave me a review saying how much you love me because I just really like getting compliments. That's all for now. Bye!